When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know something? It's a Friday morning, you know what I'm saying? You know what that means, right? My man Bart Scott is in studio wearing something wild, thinking he's a fly guy. My man Ryan Clark, oh, he saves the seriousness for Friday morning and stuff like that. He at his house, he's chilling out. Who knows where the hell he is right now? I mean, he's modeling one minute, looking like Zoolander. Another minute, he hosted NFL shows. Another minute, he hosted a podcast. Did you see him give the sage advice week after week after week? Saving lives, for crying out loud. And Still, he finds the time to show up on first take. Hold on. I'm getting a bit emotional right now. I'm just thought of these guys. Are <laughs> just touching my heart. First take. First takes in the house. You're emotional. I'm emotional. Game time. I said it's game time. Goff wants to throw. Ivan Ross. St. Brown. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Up 7-3, looking for more. Montgomery spins into the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Love looks to throw. That ball was tipped. Intercepted. Montgomery again to the house. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. What a first half by this football team. Jordan Love calls his own number and gets the Packers back into the game. Fourth and goal. David Montgomery powers it home. The Lions ended like they started it ferociously. First Take is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Good day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into First Take. Thank you for being with us on this Feel Good Friday. Bart Scott, good morning. See my Hallelujah Blue right here? Yeah. What up, yo? 3 one third in the building. Put some respect on our name. RC, SA. What up, what up, what up, what up? What's, What's happening? Molly? How are you? And it's beat bumping. It is. I do like the beat. I do like the beat. I must admit that. You know, that's a that's that's a production thing. The production staff behind the scenes deserve a lot of credit. I mean, it's not just us doing our thing, but these brothers behind the scenes and sisters are handling Man. the business. First take. I'm very proud. Very very proud. I'm glad we're getting the mood right on a Friday. What's up, Black Widow? <laughs> Let, what's going let's on? Get into you know, it. What's going? On? All right. Let's do it. It was not <laughs> Jordan Love and the Packers had hoped for. Green Bay got beat handily. By division rival, the Detroit Lions at Lambeau, 34-20. Jordan Love tossed two interceptions, was sacked five times. Here's head coach Matt LaFleur postgame being asked about that awful first-half performance. What do you think happens when you have a to cause a first-half like that? Where you, just, you couldn't get I mean, you saw it, Pete. I mean, we got our ass kicked. If I knew, it wouldn't have happened. Matt, they didn't blitz until... Uh, that's a BS question, man. Essay, how do you feel about love after four games? 
Well, listen, I don't feel that great about him, but let me stop right there for a second and put that on pause. I mean, Matt LaFleur, I mean, we see the attitude, you know, I mean, yeah, how how different life is without Aaron Rodgers. I I, I mean, how different it is. Humility hits us all without question. Uh, The bottom line is it was not a BS question. It was a fair question by the reporter. You can ask the question Mm -hmm. out loud. I think that was entirely different than the reporter trying to engage in, 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 in a history lesson with Sean Payton the other day in Denver, but that's just me. I thought that was, I had no problem with that question last night. Let me say this about Jordan Love. I'm not going to sit up there and write his epitaph. The guy just started. I mean, this is his first season really as the starting quarterback. The first two games, he had six touchdowns and no picks. Now, obviously, he's had, you know, three picks and just two touchdowns over the last two games, games in which they've lost, and it's incredibly alarming. We see that. We understand it. Uh, But to me, it's also problematic that they didn't run the football nearly as much as they should have. I think that's something that needs to be brought into question as far as I'm concerned. The first half, they got punked. They got punked by a Lions team that's just running roughshod through the NFC North. They've won the last six games against NFC North competition, but I'm looking at Jordan Love right now, and and to me, I'm just watching his development, his growth, et cetera, et cetera. Certainly the last two weeks have not been impressive. I get that. He needs to improve, but clearly so do the coaches in Green Bay, which is something, fellas, I've been saying for a few years now when everybody was raving about the 13-win seasons and stuff like that, and Matt LaFleur was having attitude periodically with folks and all of this other stuff. I said, let's see what life is going to be like for him without Aaron Rodgers, and that's what we're waiting to see. But R.C.? Oh, by the way, R.C.? Yeah, RC, I mean, I think the other thing – I see. Did, 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 do you see the blazer? You see, see the blazer, bro. I just, I just want to know if you just saw. Hey, you, hey, you clean. I just want to know. Hey, I'm I sorry. Just, I, 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 hey, before I start, before I start with doing my actual job, I should always compliment you when you actually figure out a good outfit. That's on me. Oh. I apologize. <laughs> I got to be a better little bro. I got to be, be a better little brother. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> hey, but. One, first off, Stephen A's right. Stephen A's right about Matt LaFleur's attitude. It's it's the attitude you have when you lose a game at home. It's the attitude you have when you've dominated the Detroit Lions throughout your tenure. And the last two times you've played them at Lambeau Field, the Detroit Lions have left with the win. And it was a dominant first half. It was a first half that almost put you in the mind of the first half of the Miami Dolphins versus the Denver Broncos. So absolutely, when you draw those parallels between those questions, Stephen A., that's why Matt LaFleur is upset. But I'm not going to say right now that Jordan Love can't play. And I do believe it's also unfair to compare him to the last 30 years of quarterback play in Green Bay. Those are two first ballot Hall of Famers. But yes, last night wasn't all all about Jordan Love. I mean, at any point, Green Bay, are you going to stop the run? At any point, Green Bay, are you going to put pressure on Jared Goff? Are you going to clamp down on Sam Laporta? Are you going to find some sort of way to keep the football out of Amon Ross St. Brown's hands? And when you do cut the score to 27-17, are you not going to allow a 10-play drive to run all of the time off to the clock and give him a touchdown? So I think there was so much more going on in this game, and it did seem a little uneven in the play call, and now having Aaron 
Byron Jones back, now having Christian Watson back. How are we going to incorporate those guys into the offense? When we saw Jordan Love spread the football around to guys like Musgrave, who, who got hurt last night, but you saw Romeo Dobbs, and you'd see Wicks, and you'd see Jaden Reed. And so I think it's all a process of becoming the team that the Green Bay Packers have to be under Jordan Love. But let's not trip. This is about the Detroit Lions. And I know that it's not fun for us to come on TV and talk about them. The Detroit Lions went in there with a banged up secondary. They went in there they, they went in there with David Montgomery coming off of an injury with Jared Goff who was jettisoned from the Los Angeles Rams because we can't win a Super Bowl with Jared Goff even though he gets us there against the New England Patriots. This team is the real deal. This team is the king of the NFC North. And what they've shown us the last two times that they've gone into Lambeau is that they're not here to play around with the Chicago Bears and be where they are and just be a better team than, than, than them. They're there to take out the team that's led the NFC North for the last few decades and do it on their home turf. And that's what we saw last night. Listen, it is no fun when a rabbit got the gun, right? And we've all been in that situation. We've looked at the Cincinnati Bengals as like the little brother in our division, RC. And, we, and when they got good, it was surprising yeah. to us. It was like, hey, we always beat Cincinnati or we always beat Cleveland. And yep. that was the Lions, right? They were always the doormat of the NFC North. You know, you can always understand that the only primetime game they were going to get was on Thanksgiving. They were going to lose that to no matter who the opponent was. <laughs> and now you look at them and now they're coming of age and they are who we thought they were. They're a physical football team that reflects their city and it reflects their head coach. And they came down, they just punched them straight in the mouth. And while they was building this foundation and going out and making these non-sexy picks and going out and, and, and building this offensive line, we were saying, why, why aren't they going for quarterbacks, right? And they had Matthew Stafford. We thought they were wasting his talent. And they decided to cash in and say, you know what, let's cash this chip in and let's get picks and build for the future. But we didn't know the future was now because Jared Goff was supposed to be a throwaway in that, in that draft, right, in that, in that deal for Matthew Stafford. But he's become, turned out to be just what the, the doctor ordered, a guy that's not going to turn over the football, a guy that's going to make plays when he has to, and I can only wait to see what this team is going to be when Jameson Williamson comes back because now he's going to be able to stretch the, the, vertic the field vertically as well and give them that home run hit. They built this team, and they re recognized in the offseason that they were, um, they were negligent on the defensive side of the ball. Give a shout-out to Aaron Glenn. And, and when they made those picks, we said, why? Right. Why are they going to get a running back when they got DeAndre Swift? Why would you, and why would you trade T.J. Hawkinson? Yeah. Right? You trade T.J. Hawkinson. Now this LaPorta yeah. kid, he may be – you got to give him some votes for offensive rookie of the year because he, not only does he, is he great blocking yep. the ball, he's making big plays in the game vertically. But, you know, when you go back and you talk about on the other side of the ball, right, and you have to readjust to not, to not having a Hall of Fame quarterback for 30-plus years. There's nothing wrong with Jordan Love. He's just not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Brett Favre. He may be that, but he's not that now. And these are the ebb and flows when you have a young football team and you're going, they're going to show up some days and they're going to have self-inflicting wounds. You talk about that interception that he had early in the game. That's a lack of, of attention to detail. We talked about earlier, we watched on Hard Knocks, when Aaron Rodgers was teaching Zach Wilson how to do the ball fake, how to sell right. it. He didn't sell it. He didn't get by the eyes because it's, the devil's in the details. And he's not doing the little things. But that's what you get from an inexperienced team with young players. You get inconsistency.
I got you. Well, speaking of sexy, because you brought up the word sexy, I was thinking about wearing. I have a similar blue jacket to that one. Thank God I didn't wear it today, because then I would have got exposed for not looking sexy. as good as y'all. Okay, what I'm saying? So I got to get, I got to, I got to, I got to uh. exercise some humility there. But I just thought about it because you brought up the word sexy. Anyway, having said all of that, let's get back to the what question. What is wrong with you? Let's get, in, let's get back. I'm here for you, Brian. I'm here for you, RC. Okay, here's the deal, y'all. The question is really about Jordan Love, and I got to yeah. tell y'all something. Just looking at some of these numbers here. You got to remember, right now he's completing about 56% of his passes. Do y'all know that's third worst in the league behind Joe Burrow and Zach Wilson? He's third worst in the league in completion percentage. Now, we ain't worried about Joe Burrow because we know what that brother's going to do. We get all of that. But Zach Wilson, if you're in any category with Zach Wilson, that is not good news, okay? So we got to pay t- we gotta pay attention to that, all right? We also got to pay attention to the fact that I'm looking at the Detroit Lions. They ain't won a division title since 1993. In that time span, the Green Bay Packers have won 15 division titles, okay? They've owned this division for the most part. Yeah. We know those days are over. Got to give love and respect to Dan Campbell and how he's changed the culture that exists in Detroit. They all deserve mad credit. We get all of that. But for the purposes of this discussion, we still get to look at Jordan Love through no fault of his own, RC and Bart, because of this reason. Aaron Rodgers may have left this past offseason, but they've been kind of nudging him out the door for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? I know they paid them. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But they sort of like nudge like, look, we got somebody here. All right, that we believe in. And when something went wrong, it was Aaron Rodgers. It was rarely about Matt LaFleur, NFC Championship game, then a, a playoff loss. Uh, to, I'm sorry, the, the NFC Championship game lost to Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. The following year, the playoff loss at Lambeau Field to, to Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers. And then last year, the season finale with a player birthed on the line, a loss all three times at Lambeau Field. All three times with Aaron Rodgers quarterbacking and taking the brunt of the blame. And the question that I repeatedly asked was, okay, when we going to see and when we going to throw some culpability on the shoulders of Matt LaFleur? Well, now there's no Aaron Rodgers to hide behind. We're looking at Jordan Love, and you got to sit up there and say, yo, Matt LaFleur's got some of that too. Go ahead, RC. All right. We're leaving it there. The Lions host the Panthers <laughs> next, and the Packers are in Vegas. That's well, well, I saw RC next. waving his hand. I'm like, you got a problem with what I said? If you got a problem here, I'm listening. Yeah, because you're because you're because you're wrong. Because you're okay, wrong. Listen. Yes, I have a problem with it. Tell it's me, like, what it's you, like we're we're, we're 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 not we're we're not looking at Jordan Love fairly. Like if you go back to last week, this down, this team is down 17 nothing. He brings this team back against the New Orleans Saints, and it's all him. Okay. It's him pushing the football down the field to Romeo Dobbs. Him pushing the football down the field to Jaden Reed. It's him on the zone read with two possible Hall of Famers. It's Cam Jordan first. He pulls the ball on him. It's Demario Davis in the open field. He makes that play. Gets the two point conversion. Now we go back to last night. I agree with Bart. The the first interception is just sort of a miscommunication. It's a it's a, it's a miss of reps. Lastly, in the game, Romeo Dobbs is adjusting the route because he's expecting Jordan Love to scramble when Jordan Love is just going through his progression and doing something Tua Tagovailoa is great at, which is I know one here, I know two is here. If they aren't open, I got this guy, and he's going there. I'm not going to do that. And when we when you whenever you bring up Zach Wilson's name, it all automatically says trash no matter how you do it if you it, it, it could be Joe Burrow and then Zach Wilson if you're in that category if there's a box that those two people are in it's bad Jordan Love 
pushes the football down the field like nobody else. Jordan Love in no way has any sort of handcuffs on him. There's no leash. They let this dude play. They don't call a game to protect him. The amount of times he is trying to get the football down the field, push the football in the coverage, is different than what we see from a lot of players. I believe he's going where, to be okay. But where am I wrong? I think last night but, but, was... But where am I wrong? I, I, I didn't say anything about Jordan Love. I was talking about Matt LaFleur. No, he, well... I was saying, I was saying I some culpability. Matt LaFleur is coaching... Well, Matt LaFleur has Sorry. to... Matt LaFleur is going to have to do a better coaching job because now he has to coach... Yeah. He, he was sharing the coaching duties with Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm trying to say. To do. So now we're going to see what type of coach he really is because now he doesn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. That was that what I was saying, RC. Right, with no matter what they do. So I agree with Steven in that regard. But that's all I was saying. Yeah, but the point is this though: Matt Lafleur, Matt Lafleur ain't go to the playoffs last year with Aaron Rodgers. But the question centers around Jordan Love. And so when the question centers around him, there's a layer of negativity that goes there that I don't think even Matt LaFleur is culpable for right now because this team's been in the fight every game offensively. They found ways to score late yesterday. Defensively, Joe Barry let them down yesterday, the defensive coordinator. The Detroit Lions bludgeoned them. Bludgeoned them. That's what has to be fixed from last night. Okay. All right. Yeah, to that point, in the first half of games this season, the Packers have been outgained by an NFL worst 418 yards. Let's get to Stephen A's team now, shall we? After looking like world beaters for two straight weeks, how the mighty have fallen against the Arizona Cardinals in week three. Dak Prescott, salty. Take a listen. I was pissed off. I mean, I'm always pissed off. Um, Yeah, I'm always pissed off after a loss. I don't know if we can rate my different levels of pissed offness. Um, But, yeah, it sucks. It really does. All right, the Cowboys scored on all 10 red zone drives in their first two wins this season, but settled for field goals on half of them. Dallas failed to come away with points on two red zone trips in the loss to the Cardinals, including Dak's first interception of the season. RC, are the red zone issues the biggest concern for Dallas? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's right now. Uh, I'll have to see what happens against this run game of the New England Patriots because watching that against the Arizona Cardinals was extremely disheartening. But it is the red zone woes. This team against the Arizona Cardinals were there five times, could muster only six points. And this is the Arizona Cardinals. And it's not even like the good Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals that made it to the Super Bowl in 2008. This ain't that team. You're the Dallas Cowboys. You're a team that is built this season to win a championship. You're a team that defensively has everything you could possibly want. Has a defensive coordinator who understands building championship level defenses. And James Conner goes for 100 yards on you or 98 yards. Joshua Dobbs is getting outside the pocket, making plays. And then after you have a failed red zone attempt where you try to go to Keytrail at Keytrail Clark, the rookie one-on-one with CeeDee Lamb settle for a field goal, you're back in the game. You have an opportunity to get there and now Joshua Dobbs scrambles or rolls to the left is able to hit the rookie Williams down the field and you give up a 60 yarder like 
this team has to find ways to score points in the red zone in order to empower their defense when they need it. They can't always depend on if we get down there, if we kick a field goal, three points is enough. What about the days that it's not? What about when you're playing the Arizona Cardinals and you can't stop them and you get down there five times and you don't get in the red in the end zone? What about when the defense finds a way when Arizona Cardinals stop you on four downs and it's a turnover on downs? Do you know how deflating that is for a team? And it's time for Dak Prescott to have something to hang his hat on. If, if we're going to sit here and say, okay, no, he's not in the conversations with the Joe Burrows, the Patrick Mahomeses, the Josh Allens, and the Tua Tungavaloas, the, the Jalen Hurtses, Matthew Staffords. Okay, he's not in that conversation. We're not putting him on that tier. What is he doing to help us win? He's protected the ball so far until the red zone interception to Kaiser White. Can you be efficient down there? Can you use your legs down there? Can you use your experience down there? What do you do to elevate your team above where they are already? And if Dak Prescott doesn't do that, to me, that's the thing that gets him out of there. To me, that's the thing that makes us change our mind, that makes Jerry Jones change his mind, that this can be his team. If the red zone woes continue, this team doesn't win a playoff game. And Stephen A. will have his cigar, have his hat again, because he'll be right for the 28th straight year. Amen. This, this, no this disagreement was. there. Because it's the absolute truth. I want to oh. remind everybody. I want to listen. I appreciate it. I appreciate. You, I appreciate you acknowledging that. After 28 straight years, you understand what I'm trying to say. I mean, this is this is what it is. I mean, listen. We got to stop playing games. What did I say? Everybody did that, and they lean on what I continue. I continuously troll folks about them. Sorry, disgusting Dallas fans. They make me sick for crying out loud. But it's all love. It's all love. It's just all in fun about football. But what really, really grates my nerves about them is that no matter what, no matter how many times they pass gas, they'll say it's perfume, When it comes, especially when it comes to Dak Prescott. <laughs> this man, this man just last week lost the game, Bart, lost the game, R.C., to a dude by the name of Joshua Dobbs. <laughs> Joshua Dobbs, ladies and gentlemen, it was his first win. He was drafted six years ago. He was drafted six years ago and, law, and and beat, and his first win came against Dak Prescott. Where's your pride? Where's your dignity? Oh, you 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 pissed off? You pissed off? Really? Really? Then you've been you've been ticked off a lot over the last years because what I keep telling everybody, and I'm not joking when I say this, when I say what can go wrong, what will go wrong. What I'm talking about is him. I don't have any questions about their defense somehow, so I'm giving it to Trayvon Diggs. God bless him. I hope he's going to be all right. I know he's going to be okay uh, eventually and all, but it's really sad that they can't do that, that they can't, you know, that he's not available. I'm sorry, my phone went off. But it's really sad that, that, that yeah. he's not available. But at the end of the day, I have every faith that Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and Stephon Gilmore and those boys led by Dan Quinn are going to be all right defensively. We all know it's coming down to Dak. We all know it's going to come down to the ball in his hands. We can look at CeeDee Lamb. We can look at Bo uh, Cooks. We can look at Gallup. We can look at Pollock coming out of Beckford. It's going to come down to Dak Prescott. Can he deliver? And I say mm -hmm. no. See, what was lost mm. in translation last week when I tried to articulate really was the effect of, of, of Trayvon Diggs not being on the team and what that doesn't allow the defense to do. 
which is add an extra man in a box. Because whenever you have two lockdown corners, it allows you to have a chess piece in Michael Parsons, but also a chess piece whoever comes in and plays the nickel or the nine backer. But what happened is now because you have to send help, you can't say that these two guys are going to be a race. Stephon Gilmore gets taxed a little bit. You see him give up a big touchdown late in the game. But also now you see that these linebackers at the second level, who they don't have the best set of linebackers at the second level. Vanderish, I don't know whoever, the other guy that comes in that plays in their dime package, it, it allows you to run the ball at them with, with was their Achilles heel. So who is Dak Prescott and who is his team if they're not getting turnovers, if they're not scoring on defense and they have to play a game that's tight, it puts the pressure on Dak Prescott. They was protecting Dak Prescott the first couple of games because he didn't have to do anything. As soon as the temperature rose a little bit and he had to make decisions and make plays, he made the mistake. So we don't know if Dak said, hey, I'm not going to throw any interceptions this year. We don't know if he's fixed that because no team has forced them to have to play football. Without an elite defense, an outstanding defense, they'll have a good defense, but this t- defense was built to be historic, and they built this team in this game plan about how to win games based around this defense being historic. Without digs, they aren't as special as they were before, and it's going to cause alter- uh, alterations on how they go about winning, and Dan Quinn's going to have to figure out how to plug some of those holes because now they have some weak links on that defensive side of the football, and now they're going to have to figure out how do we readjust to the adjustment, and teams are just going to take this film, they're going to bludgeon him up the middle because Michael Parsons on the outside, and they're going to run at him and not run away from him, and that's what I was trying to illustrate last week before Dallas and all their fans got hot under their pants and started sliding to my DMs. <laughs> yeah, I, I respond to him too. You do not. Yeah, I do. You I respond listen, to Rand. You hold on. Hold on. I, I, I heard that these are RC. That's new to me. That's oh, I, DMs. I absolutely do. I'm gonna like look at your way. kids too. I'm gonna look at your kids too. I'm gonna comment. You want comment on my kids? Listen, I am an equal opportunity a hole. <laughs> I will go at it, and I am. I am. I am very petty. Your brother, your little big bro, is looking out for you. Just calm down with that. I appreciate it. That's not necessary. That's not necessary. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to go there. You can ignore them 99% of the time. All you got to do is comment 1% of the time. I'm like Ja Rule, man. I clap back. Don't do that. Not necessary. <laughs> ja Rule. And let's come up with a different analogy, by the way. Let's come up this morning television. Can we come up with a different analogy? I, don't like I forgot. I forgot. Mickey. I don't, I don't like that. that. I, don't I don't like that at all. I don't like that one. Okay. I don't like that one. We could do better. Ed's we could do better. Seems uncomfortable. I'll, I'll, I'll phone a friend next time. Okay. Molly, let's move on. Let's move yeah, on. I don't even know where to go from here except to break. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X Card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. 
You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. After Jets legend Joe Namath said it's time to pull the plug on Zach Wilson, the Jets QB had this to say in response. I mean, he's passionate. He's obviously, was, you know, one of the greats. And so, uh, you know, us as an offense, we got to do everything we can just to, to try and prove him wrong. Obviously, Joe was an unbelievable player, but this locker room is very tight-knit, and we're working to get better. I'm working to get better. I know I need to improve, and I promise I'm doing everything I can to keep trying to get better. Bart, quick take for you. How should the Jets handle things on offense with Wilson? Run the ball, give him five plays that he's comfortable with, flip the formation, those five become ten, Run the same play out of different formations. Those become 20 and just run them until the cows come home. Don't, don't complicate it. Keep it simple, stupid. Just flip the formations and hope the other team don't figure out what the hell you're doing. Oh, my gosh. At, at, some point, at some point in time, you got to stop pacifying them. You know what? Got to let them lose. And listen, let them mess up. You're going to run the football, obviously. Let them lose. But listen, you're going to run the football. What I'm trying to say is that Hell with it. If he's going to stink it up, let him stink it up. Let him, let him stink it up in a prolific fashion. That's what I'm trying to say, RC. That's what I'm trying to say, uh, uh, Let him completely collapse. I mean, let I him. You let him think worse. Go, go, hey, listen, listen. Go out there. Look, you're losing games anyway. You're losing, you're losing games anyway. What I'm trying to say to you, yo, yo, fellas, check out the strategy. Check out the strategy. We see Robin Sala sitting up there talking about he's our quarterback. He's our quarterback. Let him go out there and throw the ball 45 times. Let him go ahead and do it. No. Yes, yes, and I'm, no. Listen, I'm talking about one week. I'm talking about one. Horrible That's all it's going to take. Stephen. That's all it's going to take. That's all it's going to take. When you sit up there, you know, you, hey, listen, sometimes the house has to burn. Okay. It's before oh, how before bad? things can be resolved. Right now. How bad is Tim Boyle? How bad is Bro. Tim Boyle if he can't even get on the field? How bad I'm do you have to be as the backup? You, you know what? Very, you know what? So bad. Very so bad. bad. So bad that they don't even think about putting you out there again. So bad that they got to ship you out of town because they're scared. I blame this on A-Rod. I blame this on A-Rod. I blame this on A-Rod because Tim Boyle is here because A-Rod needed somebody to go get his power seeds. Cool, cool, cool. I ain't ain't no disagreement there. 
true. I feel I feel sorry for Zach Wilson myself. I think I I I will not change the way I analyze his play. But golly, man, like how much can like one young man take? Like Joe Namath talking about you. Willie Gay at Kansas City actually laughs when they ask about the New York Jets. Wayne, I've never heard Wayne Corbett talk. I've never heard his voice. I have zero idea what he sounds like. Even he's talking about Zach Wilson. Like golly, I hope I'm Brian, with you, Ryan. Solid, Ryan, Ryan Clark, you better be careful. General you better be careful. Save it. You better be careful. I'm gonna start calling you the Black Roy Firestone. Getting people. To cry. This is what you do. I mean, I watch. I watch you on the pivot, and now he bringing. He trying to bring it the first take. Yeah, listen. Think about what you just heard, Molly. Think about what you just heard, Bart. My Ryan Clark of all people, who is sitting there and slicing and dicing folks up with his brilliant NFL knowledge. He stepped back, y'all, just now and went just I'm like not. this. Put that camera on me right now. He stepped back right now, and this is Ryan Clark. <laughs> Donnie McClurkland on us. I really feel sorry. I feel bad, man. I feel feel, so. I I feel so bad. I mean, what? Get him on a pivot. Get him on a pivot so we can see him cry. Can I be human? You are human. Very human. Can I be human? You are. You are Ryan Firestone. Ryan Firestone. RC, I'm exactly where you are. Like, how much are they going to beat up on this guy? Listen. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like golly, man. Like we 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 get it. Like he's not good at football. Yeah. He's not good at football. It's, it's, I guess my point is this, Stephen A. and Bart, it's no longer his fault that he's out there. I'm not saying that he that I'm not saying that he doesn't need to play better, or I'm not saying that Zach Wilson isn't costing this team opportunities at getting to the playoffs because he's doing all of those things. But we know that now. So when Robert Sala gets up and says that Zach Wilson gives us the best chance to win, that's not the truth anymore. So now it's being negligent at your position, it's being negligent as a head coach, it's being negligent as a general manager that your idea of bringing in help is to put Trevor Simeon on the practice squad. That's a problem. You're showing me that you're not trying to win. You're showing me that you're not trying to change anything. So now let's get off of the kid because we know who he is. It's no longer his fault. It's not. Joe Namath, Wayne Corbett, Bart Scott, Vinny Testaverde, Chad Pennington, uh, Tim, Mark Sanchez, Tim Tebow, whoever's played quarterback for the New York Jets in the last however many decades, I don't want to hear from you because we get it. It ain't his fault no more. What Ryan said. Okay, let's move on. It's the game of the week in AFC East battle. The Dolphins received some good news yesterday with Jalen Waddle clearing concussion protocol, making the Dolphins number two wide receiver available for Sunday. Through three games this season, Tua leads the NFL in total QBR and yards per attempt. While Allen hasn't been as explosive, he's been the slightly more accurate quarterback thus far. Both teams are coming off wins of 30 plus points. Parts. Listen, um, Jay-Z once said, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. The numbers lie, too, though. Exactly, and that's exactly my point. We, we want to crown the Buffalo Bills for being this great defense. This defense has went against the Raiders, the Jets, and the Commanders. So, like, when you look at it, it looks like a fair fight, the number two defense in the league versus the number one offense, but it's not a fair fight because I believe that the, the Dolphins, I, I got them rushing for 200 because if you're going to go out there and you're going to put your nickel Wait, hold packet. On. Are you, first, do you know what the question is? No. Okay, so so let's let's start the debate first. Okay. <laughs> let's, 
let's get this one. Let's get this one going. I said bar, and then I was just going to ask the question, but you just went for it. So okay. Detroit, you can't you know help yourself. I try, I try to put a pump fake out there. You know, you know the course? No, I don't. It's all good. Uh, will Tua outplay? Go ahead. We're a mess today. Will Tua outplay Josh Allen Sunday? No, I, I don't think he will because I don't think Tua has to do as much as Josh Allen's going to have to do. Now, Josh Allen's going to try and put his Superman cape on. He's going to try and run the ball because he's the running game and he's the passing game. He's the most dynamic playmaker that they have. I just think that he's going to go out and he's, his numbers are going to be better, but I think Tua is going to get the victory because his team is going to outshine um, the, the, the Buffalo team. So I, I think that Josh is going to put a Herculean effort in, but I, at the end I don't think it's going to be enough. S.A.? I, I, I think Tua is going to have a better day. I think Tua is going to win the game as well. Um, obviously, you know, we're talking about a Miami Dolphins team that we've been praising so 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 outwardly because of their passing attack and their number one passing attack in the NFL and what they bring to the table. They're also the number one rushing attack. I mean, these brothers have run mm-hmm. the football pretty effectively. Uh, the Buffalo Bills have not defended against the run effectively. Now, if you're the Buffalo Bills, the likelihood is that you'll sit up there and try to say, we're going to key on this pass again because we don't want to get embarrassed like the Denver Broncos. We don't want something like that. And of course, then, 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 then that's not going to happen. The Dolphins are not scoring 70 points this Sunday. But what I think is going to happen as a result, because the Miami Dolphins are going to be effective passing and running the football, I believe that to be true, okay, what's going to happen is Josh Allen's going to go out there and try to be the hero because he's not going to get – you know, he's going to have opportunities, but in the same breath, Miami's going to be putting up points, I believe. If you gave up 31 points to Skylar Thompson in the playoffs, why the hell should I not believe that the Miami Dolphins would – by the way, Jalen Waddle coming back from concussion protocol, why should I not believe that him with Tyreek Hill and Barrios and those brothers going to put up some points? Now, I will say this. Tua Tungavaloa, I looked this up, guys. He's been working from a clean pocket for a league best 79% of yes. his dropbacks. Completing yes. seven, 76% of those passes, eight touchdowns, one interceptions. I don't anticipate that that will be the case this Sunday. I believe mm-hmm. that clean pocket percentage is going to diminish drastically. And now we're going to see what he can do with that. So that will make it interesting. But it only matters if somehow, some way, Buffalo is able to contain the run. If they're not able to do that, I don't see how they're going to do anything about it. Yeah, I think I think Tua outplays outplays Josh, and it's it's always difficult when you're asked these kind of questions because then we could get here Monday and Bart could say, well, Josh Allen had 350 yards and 150 yards rushing. Don't care. It's not about what they'll be tasked with doing. Josh Allen may be tasked with doing more. I believe Tua Tungavaloa is going to do what he's asked to do better than Josh Allen because when you mention the fact that he's operated from a clean pocket the way that he has Stephen A, they also play the New England Patriots and the New England Patriots are a team that can get after you up front. It's not by accident the pocket is, the pocket is clean. It's because this is a team that will get in two backs, one tight end and run the football down your throat. And it's a team that from that exact same formation will sprint Tyreek Hill or sprint Jalen Waddle out to the sideline and Tua Tungavaloa can make a play by pushing the football 
ball down the field. This is also a team, the New England Patriots, take away what you do best. Tyreek Hill, only 40 yards. It doesn't matter. Raheem Mostert has the day. He finds ways to get the football to Jalen Waddle before he's put in concussion protocol when he's matched up on man-to-man. Tua Tungvaloa has had some of his best plays of the entire season throwing to Braxton Berrios. This is a dude right now now, that is ultimately locked into what his offense needs from him. And he has a coach in Mike McDaniel who knows him better, who prepares him better, who puts him in better positions to execute than every quarterback that we have in the NFL. And as great as Patrick Mahomes is, and I'm in. Don't, I'm not going Tyreek Hill. Patrick Mahomes, the best we got. Patrick Mahomes is possibly the greatest that we've ever seen and on his way to proving that with championships. But right now, Tua Tungavaloa is the MVP. And after watching this Buffalo defense and knowing that Bernard, Terrell Bernard, who takes Tremaine Edmonds' spot, is great in the pass, he's lighting the pants. Mm-hmm. Matt Milano, great in the pass, light in the pants. What are you going to do because you want to play sub package to everything nickel? You got Tyron Johnson, who's now basically your Sam Backer. You going to put that team out there and say we're going to stop the run and then try to play the play-action pass while doing the same exact thing? I don't think this bodes well for the Buffalo Bills defense, and it will not be a repeat of what we saw with Sam Howell. Yeah. I mean, I got, I, got, I got Miami rushing for over 200 yards. I said that earlier because I believe that you can't stop them consistently in the run, and, and they do marry everything up. This is a true example of when scheme meets personnel. And now you're starting to see Mike McDaniel, yep. who I believe is, you know, if not the best play caller in football, he's one of the best play callers in football in devising schemes and understanding what your leverage is, understanding what your rules are. You know, that motion is done in perfect with, with the intention to get that inside linebacker not to widen out so that you have holes within the game. And with all this speed, it gives them more room on a football field than any other team has because now they have vertical speed, which creates these holes. So if, if Buffalo wants to sit in a zone, They'll run and they'll sit in the, in the zone. Every zone has holes, but when you have speed like that, zones expand. And I think that when you think about that playoff game that they had last year, when they went up to Buffalo, they punched Buffalo in the mouth. They punched Buffalo over the mouth, and they, they, they were one quarter, a little bit more time for winning that game. The biggest thing is this, too, though. Like, no one here – Trust Josh Allen more with a football than Tua Tungavaloa. Everybody knows that the quarterback holds the careers, the lives, the livelihoods of their team in their hands with the football. That's it not turning it over. That's it protecting it. That's it not trying to do too much, not trying to be too great. Ken Dorsey's going to put the football in Josh Allen's hands and say, hey, Josh, go win it. Put your Superman cape on. But Superman even loses. Superman even finds ways to mess it up. He's dumb anyway. Superman is an alien that can come take over the entire world, and instead he chooses to save humans that don't even like him. I'm telling y'all, it's going to come a point in this game where it's going to be about protecting the football. And Tua Tungavaloa is going to do it, and Josh Allen is not. It's going to be pretty for a lot of the time, and we're going to love Josh Allen. It's going to be great. We're going to talk about his talent, but at some point, he's going to do exactly what Stephen A. says the Cowboys always do, and the bottom is going to fall out. And when that happens, the Miami Dolphins will know how to capitalize on that because they've been doing it all season and throughout Mike McDaniel's tenure with Tua Tungavaloa.
Always beautiful to hear you bring up a brilliant point that I make. Thank you very, very much. I got a question for you, RC. Um, oh, my a, gosh. I, I, got, I just got a question. I just got a question. I just got a question, okay? I just got a question. Uh, because, again, <laughs> with my research, listen, the league, when you're talking about, when you're talking about pre-snap shifts or motions, the league is averaging about 53%, 53% of the time teams do that in the NFL. The Miami Dolphins are doing that at 83%. Obviously, you're trying to give your speeds to some yep. space. But could you speak to that for a quick second to educate our viewers about that and how that effectively works for the what Miami is- Dolphins? Both of y'all, by the way. Go ahead. Absolutely. So here's here's what Mike McDaniel wants to do. Mike McDaniel wants to create space laterally in order to attack you vertically. And so what that means is if you're continuing to move with the speed as it's in motion, you're now creating holes not only in your zone defenses or your man defenses to attack leverage in the pass, but you're creating space for blockers to get their fits and for running backs to create space to get dominant plays and dynamic plays down the field. He uses, Matt Canada for instance, uses motion a lot behind the line of scrimmage and nobody moves because he plays laterally. Mike McDaniel uses it to play vertically and create that space for his playmakers with yards after the catch. No, we got to right. go to break. We gotta, yeah, we got to leave it there. Miami is a two-and-a-half point underdog. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. 
Time for sportsbook predictions. Bart, will Lamar Jackson go for more or less than 213 and a half passing yards against the Browns? I'm going to go less, Molly. Listen, the Cleveland Browns have the arguably, I believe, the best defense in all of football, led by Denzel Ward and, and Miles Garrett, of course. They're scary to go against. They are getting at the quarterback at a high, high rate, and on the back end, they are locking guys down. Jim Schwartz is doing a tremendous job. Less. Since 2019, the Ravens are an NFL best 12-3 in October when Lamar plays. Bart, will Christian McCaffrey have more or less than 88.5 rushing yards against the Cards? Christian McCaffrey, he's going, he's going to have close to 200. You're going to add another 50 probably on there in receiving. But listen, they, they understand that they establish everything through the run. This is a physical football team. He's going to have some explosive runs. To be able to contain him to 88 yards is, is a hard task. I'm going to go more. Easy money. Bart, will Calvin Ridley have more than 68 and a half receiving yards against the Falcons in the special ESPN Plus game from oh, yeah. London? Yeah, this is this is a special game for me. I, I, I can't wait to see what, what they do, but I guarantee you that um, Calvin Ridley is going to have a best bounce back game from last week. He's one of the most dynamic uh, receivers in the game. He had two big drops last week. This is essentially a home game for them. London is like their second home. They're going to feel good, and I think Calvin Ridley is going to show up and show out after a disappointing loss last week to the Texans. S.A.? I agree, uh, and he better. And, and it's not really about him; it's about him and, and and you know Trevor Lawrence. What the hell is going on in Jacksonville? I mean, we expected a lot better from them than we've seen thus far this season, especially with the acquisition of Calvin Ridley, feeding off of what they did in the postseason when they came from back from a 27 nothing deficit and beat the Chargers. I expected a lot better from the Jacksonville Jaguars than what I've seen. They need to step up and remind us of who the hell they're supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, they went against the champions, man. They got definitely got to step up. This is an early must kind of must win. They got to get back on track because the Texans look like they may be a contender within the division. And Indianapolis, surprisingly, beating Baltimore next week isn't going to make it a cakewalk for Jacksonville to win the division. Speaking of which, the NFL London games kick off Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, 6.30 a.m. Pacific, exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. The 2-1 Falcons taking on Trevor Lawrence and the 1-2 Jags at Wembley Stadium. To get ESPN+, Plus, go to ESPNplus.com or download the ESPN app.